If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 3rd, 2010. And today I'll just go ahead and give you a little bit of an overview of the study. This is a 30-page study uh, we're looking at today. I'll see if we can get through it all. Uh, first thing we're going to be looking at is the uh, some more of the censored news that's re- regarding the situation in the Gulf right now. We're going to be looking at some things there, and, and no, it's not getting better, unfortunately. It just seems to be uh, worsening as the days go by. The next thing we're going to talk about, there's a lot of chatter this week on the Internet about um, alien disclosure being possibly imminent. And we're going to be looking at a lot of the different things that came out this week regarding alien disclosure, from the Vatican to um, United Nations to um, Obama, uh, to some things that the New Agers were actually saying. We're going to be looking at a thing called Initiative 300. Uh, and then the former U.S. Air Force personnel is claiming that they've experienced UFO activities near nuclear sites. Uh, we're going to be looking at um, a lot of different angles on that today. There's, there's a lot to report there. And uh, <clears throat> next article, we're going to be talking about Sarah Palin a little bit more and her associations with Henry Kissinger and how the UN is now looking to take charge of the world's agenda, how they're aggressively really trying to, to get on track, as, although they've been aggressive about that in the past as well. Uh, we're going to be looking at a little bit more at the Catholic Church and the uh, current uh, pedophilia problem that they're having. Well, it's been <laughs> obviously since their inception, but uh, we're going to be then be looking about an update on the Oklahoma City gathering at the Civic Center they were going to have where this, the satanic group was going to do that exorcism. I had reported on it uh, probably about a, three or four weeks ago. We're going to be giving you an update on that. Uh, we're going to be looking briefly at a guy, <clears throat> actually a letter a listener sent me from Australia about a man named Alex Stewart who actually literally smoked pages out of the Bible and the Koran on YouTube for the whole world to see. Uh, and then we're going to be looking at how, in Pakistan, Muslims have actually burned a Christian man in the street, and the policeman then raped his wife, in, I believe, in the streets. Okay, This is how bad it's getting with the Muslims. Uh, we're going to be then just going over some different warnings that I've got. Uh, a warning regarding the, the um, goddess Fortuna, which is where we get the word fortunate from. Uh, a warning about Nike, the actual god Nike, and obviously that would translate into the shoe company Nike because they named their shoe after this this false fallen angelic god. Uh, I'm also going to be going over a correction about the rock band Queen that I had stated last week. And <clears throat> we're going to be looking at then how uh, Pharmacia, uh, mixing that with the church now, uh, listener had sent me some pictures on this, and it was a good segue into that particular subject. Then we're going to be going into more of the um, <clears throat> chemical attack on humanity that we've been reporting on in weeks past. Uh, high fructose corn syrup, we're going to be giving a warning on that again. Um, we're looking at 
the subject of BPA, how Canada has actually banned BPA. That's what they line the cans with and they put on the cash register receipts, among other things. We talked about that in times past. We're going to be looking at Bill Gates' death panels, uh, a warning to all pregnant women regarding the H1N1 vaccine, and then we're going to be looking at how the pharma industry has been exposed as, as a monopolistic con game. Then we're going to be actually looking at some cholesterol myths debunked. And then a chlorinated water warning. Uh, we're looking at some alternatives there in the chlorinated water. And then the gender-bending chemical iatrazine. So that's pretty much a rundown of today's topics. We'll go ahead and get started into the first subject here. Okay, so we'll get into the first golf update. This is from September 26, 2010. There is a video associated with this particular update, and as usual, we will provide you with this PDF online at continuefortruth.com. And um, at the end of every part one that we'll be doing from now on, we will have we'll, we we will be giving out um, how to subscribe to the newsletter, uh, how to um, access the website. Uh, those types of things. We're going to be just our general contact information we'll be giving at, at the end of every part one from now on. So then that way I don't have to keep repeating those things during the study, which is, you know, obviously redundant. So uh, the Obama administration's petrochemical military industrial complex continues its poisoning of, of Americans' campaign, now spraying toxic chemicals and solvents directly into inland waters. This is inland waters now. <clears throat> putting dispersants into people's backyards, according to many of the Gulf Coasters, reporting to the examiner and evidence collected by Dr. Ricky Ott. Tourists who swarm in the Gulf, swam, I'm sorry, swam in the Gulf, are among those contact, contracting the Gulf Coast, contacting the Gulf Coast barefoot doctors. This is what they call themselves, the Gulf Coast barefoot doctors. More on that in a second. Um, <clears throat> locals living over a mile from the Gulf are reporting the same poisoning symptoms as those living on the Gulf. Most first have a flu-like feeling, followed by severe rashes, and then further respiratory problems and cloudy, cloudy headiness, as they describe it. Many people are reporting internal bleeding, bleeding from the rectum, ears, nose, plus vomiting of blood. Well, that's because Corexit causes red blood cells and organs to rupture. So this is why these people are getting all these bleeding problems. Uh, so, although... VOC testing is not covered by insurance companies. Lisa Parr is among relatively few parents who manage to get blood testing plus air samples testing. She then found no choice but to leave the area after doctors confirmed each of her ill family members tested positive for poisoning, according to Brandon Evans of the WC Messenger. She says, I started to get a little sick. I thought I was getting the flu. I was just tired and achy and started going through some problems. And then I started breaking out in a rash. It literally covered my entire body, my scalp, all the way down to the bottoms of my, of my feet. End of quote. Four days later, a medical test discovered the same chemicals inside Lisa uh, that, that were being sprayed, evidently. <clears throat> and again, I give you all the, the references to these um, articles that we're going here that you can click on if you access the PDF. Then she goes on to say, My daughter began having severe nosebleeds. She'd wake me up at 6 a.m. crying, covered in blood, because the, she'd been bleeding throughout her nose, and she was by the time she got to her, she was 
covered in blood, evidently. After hiring someone to do water and air sampling at her home, she said, quote, the methane level in my daughter's room was at asphyxiation levels. In her room, it was at asphyxiation levels. And most likely, they were running the air uh, because it's just not cool enough down in Florida right now to open up the houses. And this was obviously, you know, back in September, which would have actually is about the peak of the summer, August, September, is some of the worst months uh, in Florida, I know, because I lived there, and I moved out of there for this very reason. Uh, also, I believe the Lord was the one that orchestrated us getting out of there. And I pray to God, if anybody's down there, particularly in the Gulf Coast region, um, <clears throat> if I was you, I would pray and fast, seeking a way, if, I mean, unless the Lord wants you there, I mean, you want to be in the center of the Lord's will, but bear in mind, this situation is continuing to deteriorate. They keep spraying the dispersant. Uh, the oil's been sunk, but a lot of it's starting to rise now from the reports I'm seeing. So they're spraying more dispersant on to resink it. It's coming more further inland as it spreads. And this problem is just not going to go away, uh, at least anytime soon. Going further, <clears throat> it says the Gulf Coast Barefoot Doctors, a grassroots nonprofit organization, developed after it was apparent that the U.S. government BP Corporation Partnership would not provide survival aid to the people suffering while the military op operation was to continue its chemical attack on the people. I mean, this is like mass genocide. It's a, kind of a slower mass genocide. But uh, if these people are thinking they're going to have problems now, can you imagine what it's going to be like if they stay there and they just continue being subjected to this gassing uh, of the air. I mean, I, I can't imagine how bad it's going to potentially get. <clears throat> the barefoot doctors are struggling to meet the demand for their survival detox kits. Friday, Gulf Coast barefoot doctors call for people well enough in the communities throughout the Gulf region to become involved in the life-saving project. They are also helping people to relocate through Kimberly Dolly's resource, and I give you all the links for all this in the article, Kimberly Dolly's resource that matches relocation needs with sponsorship throughout the U.S. I mean, this is how big this is getting. I mean, they're trying to actually match people for relocation um, and, and, and for these people to actually be sponsored to be relocated. Our government's doing nothing. BP's doing nothing along these lines because they're telling you the problem's over. Eat the seafood, do whatever, everything's good. You know. Meanwhile, all these people are slowly dying. And but there are some people trying to help, but obviously it has nothing to do with our government or with BP. Nothing to do with them. They're just trying to bury the problem and act as though there's no problem. There's a total media blackout of this type of information. And you know, it shouldn't really surprise us, I guess. Dolly has stated, Kimberly Dolly has stated, if you are a Gulf Coaster wanting to evacuate but need help, please ask. If you can assist a Gulf Coaster re relocate, please advise. This is what she's saying. Now, I'll give you the link to that particular thing. So if you want to sponsor somebody for relocation, um, you know, and if you are there wanting to evacuate, please ask her is what she's saying. Saturday, the Barefoot Doctor stated, quote, we need someone in each community to help take calls and emails from the sick in the areas and to help distribute survival kits to the people in the community straight across the Gulf area and beyond. Make Gulf incident reports and view them at <clears throat> oilspill.laybucketbrigade.org. Oil spill, one word, 
dot l a b u c k e t b r i g a d e dot o r g. Text or call in reports to five zero four two seven two seven oil. Email them to bp spillmap bp s p i l l m a p at gmail dot com. And then it says Twitter them to hashtag h a s h t a g hashtag the number sign BP spill map. Okay, and again, all this is on the the PDF as well that you can get at continuefortruth.com, and I will be sending it out via the email list. If in danger or if you see an emergency, contact your local emergency response agency immediately. Obtain a toxic survival kit. To obtain a toxic survival kit or to have one delivered to a Gulf Coast resident in need by visiting the Gulf Coast Bear Doctors online. I give you the link there. Um, and then I also give you their email address. And then you can actually become a Gulf Coast Barefoot Doctor by clicking there. I think it's these aren't literal doctors. I think they're people that are trying to help these people uh, because it's getting so bad. If you're a Gulf Coaster wanting to evacuate but need help, please ask. Okay, we've already given that one. And there's some more links here you can click on. So the reason I said that up front <clears throat> is because the, con- this situation is continuing to deteriorate. Uh, more and more and more reports coming out all the time. And these reports are independent of one another. They're from different either independent reports, news agencies, testing labs. This is a fact. I had a man email me. It was a listener's dad, I think, and, and he was mad at me because how dare I say anything about this Gulf Coast situation. He lives in Clearwater, and he assured me that nothing was going on. Now, Clearwater is quite a far way removed from the panhandle and from a lot of the stuff going on in Louisiana, where the problem's at its worst because you're more near ground zero there, obviously. Okay, The problem is still bad, and it is getting down that particular way, and again, I believe it's already in the the loops, the Gulf Loop Stream, and the whole nine yards. But obviously, it's going to be worse near Ground Zero, essentially where the spill occurred. So, just because things in your area haven't gotten is visibly bad because you haven't seen it, doesn't mean it's not occurring. If they were to be honest and do air quality levels in Clearwater and these types of places, I think that it would be very alarming. I know a respiratory therapist in um, <clears throat> the Collier County area on the south, southwest, which is actually quite a bit more south, and she's informed us that they cannot believe all of the cases that they're getting. The respiratory cases, they said they've never seen anything like it. They're being overwhelmed with them, and that's quite a bit further south than Clearwater. So again, we're not making this stuff up. Um, he said something to the effect that they were trying to make a quick buck off this. So, the primary sites where I'm getting this information, they're not selling anything. It's not like they're out there trying to get rich or, or making some type of quick buck off this. They're not at all. I thought that was rather amusing. But anyway, um, so let's go further here. Uh, Project Gulf Impact. This is the next title, the next article. Uh, Project Gulf Impact, sickened by Corexit in Nazi America. Spraying continues. We have received multiple emails asking for an update on Project Gulf Impact. These are the people, one of the first people that were actually formed a little group 
and they called themselves Project Golf Impact, and they were forming a little group to try to get justice and try to get you know proper testing of the seafood and, and of the air and of the water and uh, getting proper exposure of this problem. Well, uh, this goes on to say, I personally was able to reach Matt for the last four days. I, he might be like the head of Project Golf Impact. To my surprise, Matt Smith joined us for an exclusive surprise interview. You can listen to this interview. I'll give you the link. I'm not going to play it, um, but... The information that Matt put forth was everything but good news. Project Gulf Impact has been poisoned by the very Corexit they have exposed. And see, that's the risk. If you're down there, and it's this bad. Obviously, you're going to have to be really, really, really careful because you're literally being gassed while you're down there. So it's a, it's a very risky proposition. This goes on to say it actually took leaving the immediate area to get better. The situation has continued to worsen due to the semi-secret aerial black ops, that means black operations, spraying being carried out by BP. Please spread this information far and wide. The people of America and the world, for that matter, must be warned that the situation is far from over. Project Gulf Impact needs your help getting this information to as many sites as possible. Please repost this article and this video. Uh, this is a quote from him. Everyone down here knows what's going on, and the media blackout is like calling the oil spill an oil spill when it's actually a flood. The media blackout is so deep, it's like the Gestapo of Nazi Germany. It seriously feels like we are in some sort of Nazi state with the media. The media control is horrifying. It is so horrifying because it is, because it is getting worse. Every single time that we've been driving down 23 the road 23, I don't know if it's I-23, but he said, driving down the road 23, we have seen anywhere from 1 to 5 C-130s. This is very disturbing. These are the big planes that are spraying the Corexit. Okay, this Corexit, which is beyond toxic, which is what causes the um, rupturing of the red blood cells and the internal organs, causing all this bleeding, causing this asphyxiation, like it's called the blue flu. It's taking the oxygen out of the air. It's displacing oxygen with these harmful uh, VOC-type chemicals, hexane and methane and, and these types of things. And uh, Of course, the methane, we're getting a lot of that from the actual oil itself as well. And there's a lot of different benzene, which is like the um, mother of all cancer-causing tumors. You could go on and on and on, and we have about those particular chemicals in times past. But this is what they're being just bombarded with not only from the Corexit, but from the oil spill itself as well. So there's the link there for this. Um, here's some other titles just from this week, because I, I try to keep you updated just on the actual um, some of the actual headlines from this week, and I give you the links to every one of these stories. First story, things are getting worse, way worse. It's just shocking, and no one is doing anything. There's a video for that. B Next article, BP cleanup workers. We were, we were sprayed with dispersant at night by plane with no lights. Now they have skin lesions, fluid in the lungs. We just want medical help. There's a video for that as well. A transcript summary, this is just a brief transcript summary from that story, says uh, airplane spraying with no lights at night. People on board thought the boat was on fire. In other words, I, these were BP cleanup workers on a boat at night, okay? The people on their boat thought it was on fire. It said, we smelled burnt wire. 
we, we kept smelling burnt wire, is what they said it sound, smelled like. We didn't realize that it was the smell of arsenic. You know, like what they kill people with, arsenic? It's chemicals that were being sprayed that left the smell. Our lungs filled up with fluid. We can't breathe. Terrible, terrible headaches and skin lesions. I want to live to see my granddaughter grow up. People, we really need help. We were denied a copy of our own incident report by BP. We just want medical help. That's what happens when you work for Satan. You know? I mean, I'm not judging the lady. I'm just saying it's what happens when you work for evil, evil companies. They don't care. And this is just further evidence of that. Um, So, let's go further here. Next article. Still no tests. State agency could not find viable samples from massive fish kills because the fish produce oil of their own and could be contaminated from their own oil now. So, low oxygen is blamed on the fish kills. What's causing the low oxygen? I mean, it, I'm sure it has nothing to do with the myriad of chemicals that are in the water, not only from the oil, but from the dispersants they're spraying. That has nothing to do with the fish kills. I mean, that last fish kill that I saw, it literally looked, this bay, inland bay, it looked like a gravel road because the fish were so thick. That I don't know how thick they were on the surface, but when you looked at the picture, it, it was like you couldn't see the water. You couldn't see the water at all because there's so much, many dead fish on the surface that it literally looked like a gravel road. It was very, very weird looking. And again, I had that in, I think, the second couple teachings back. Um, next article. More reports of flesh-eating bacteria in the Gulf. 12-year-old dies after his only his feet touch the water. Okay, there's a video on that, too. Now, that was reported on their local news. And they obviously, they said that oh, there may be a connection with the... Uh, Corexit, but um, or, or with the, the oil spill, but it's it's very you know most likely not. So understand if if you get something from media, um, they're going to try to downplay this. Okay, let's go further. Feds are funding a study of the oil spill effect on flesh eating bacteria. Uh, it's blamed for multiple recent Gulf area deaths after water seafood contact. So again, the last thing I would do if I was you is eat any seafood that could. Put, Potentially come out of the Gulf. Next article. Plumes of the Corexit oil mix causing microorganisms to have mutant DNA that can be passed on. Says USF researcher appearing tomorrow on National Geographic. So again, this is a totally different report, but now we're talking about mutant DNA. And remember, I talked about this a few weeks back, about the potential for mutation and these super bugs that could actually be coming out of this particular oil spill. That the, that the Gulf right now is a perfect breeding ground from its warmth, from all the chemicals, from the oil that's been sunk. It's going to potentially be the source of one of the worst plagues that we've ever seen on the planet. Okay, so that's a, another problem that, we, that we're looking at here. Next article, head of the EPA says that using dispersants in the Gulf was a very evil situation. It's the head of the EPA. There's a video for that. Next article, pharmacist says something is making people behave differently, more and more with thick throats and headaches and nausea. Well, we know what that is. Next article, 30% of the coastal residents surveyed from Louisiana to Florida said their health was significantly affected by the oil disaster. Doctors didn't realize the problem would be, quote, that big. And again, it's only going to get worse. 
You know, because at the very beginning of something like this, your body's going to have more of a capability to deal with it. But as it continually keeps being bombarded and bombarded, and the liver can't handle the toxic load, and the kidneys can't handle handle the toxic load, then it's it gets to a point of critical mass, and then organ systems start to, you know, fail, and and breathing becomes affected, and the body's detox capacity, you know, can only deal with so many toxins. So these are just some of the stories that we just got from this week alone. So we're going to go into our next article and next subject now. Okay, continuing with the next topic here. Received a lot of information this week about this uh, potential alien disclosure. Uh, So we're going to get into several articles relating to that. Are the world's governments getting ready for the alien disclosure in either 2010 or 2011? Is Obama going to pave the way and release information on alien contact actually having occurred? Now, I'm going to give you, regarding this subject and a lot of other subjects we're covering today, and I try to do this, I'll actually give you the links to my teachings that I've already done on this particular subject. Like, for instance, alien contact actually having occurred. Well, I did a study on the Grenada Treaty that... Uh, you might want to reference, and I believe I've given you that link in here as well, if you want to know more about that. It was kind of a multi-part study there. So um, here's the scenario. October 2010, broadcast on every major news station in America and throughout the world, President Obama is about to release disclosure on alien contact being made, which will, which will in turn change virtually everything we know about the universe and our place in it. What will be next? Now this is the scenario. This hasn't happened, but this is the scenario they're saying. What will be announced? The rumors on the internet are pointing to Obama being the first world leader to actually announce that an intelligent alien life has been found and confirmed. According to most accounts, once Obama makes the initial announcement, then other world leaders will come forth confirming it. To make the news even more shocking, not that it's already not shocking enough, is is that most of the rumors circulating on the internet mention nothing about SETI, which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Not to be confused with Yeti, which is another word for Bigfoot. Anyway, sorry. Uh, So anyway, rumors circulating on the internet mentioning nothing about SETI being the one responsible for finding this alien life. There are a number of different scenarios being played out on the internet concerning exactly what the announcement will contain. The most common ones mentioned are listed below. Number one, Obama will announce official disclosure, the presence of three alien species being known to us. There are reports of two of them being friendly and one being seen as a threat to Earth. Now, this absolutely 100% lines up with what Hollywood or Hollywood has been brainwashing us with for decades and decades and decades through either sci-fi, movies, uh, <clears throat> TV shows, books, you name it, okay, the world media at large, that there's some aliens that are good, okay, and want to help us make our next evolutionary step so we can be as gods, just like the same lie that that, uh, Eve told, or Satan told Eve in the Garden of Eden, you should be as gods. There's those aliens, and then there's the bad aliens, and the bad aliens are here, and they're bad, and they just want to, you know, essentially, uh, you know, use us, enslave us, whatever. 
Because you see both accounts in the mainstream media, and you see there's, you know, these two factions, and so what do we have here? Well, we have the classic good cop, bad cop scenario, where we've got some aliens that are good, and they're here for our benefit, and they're actually our creators, I forgot to tell you that, (laughs) they created us millions and millions of years ago out of the, you know, out of their little... um, program that they came here to seed our earth with millions of, we're kind of like our little their little science project that's called the ancient astronaut theory I also did a study on that which I'll give you the link to and this is what intelligent design is based on the ancient astronaut theory that we the planet was seeded millions and millions of years ago it's not about God it's not about God our creator the ultimate roots of intelligent design are the ancient astronaut theory. If you study that out, and I've done a study on that as well, that I give you the link to, and I will prove that. So intelligent design is not creationism. Okay, No matter how bad a Christian would want to try to argue that, if you look at the facts, it has nothing to do with that. Ancient astronaut, the planet was seeded by these aliens millions of years ago. They created us, they're our creators, and now we're, we're, we're ready to make this next evolutionary step in humanity and become as gods, like they are, our creators. And they're going to come back and show us how every religious system in the world is wrong, including Bible-believing Christianity, especially including that, because that's the one they're really going to key on. And I'm going to prove that in a little bit. I'm going to prove that they're, for some reason they're really obsessed with debunking the King James Bible. And the biblical historical figure of Jesus Christ in the Bible, in the Word of God. Seems like that's what they're really obsessed. They're not really obsessed about Buddhism or, you know, Hinduism or Confucianism or Mormonism or, you know, any of these other cults. They're not really concerned about that. They're only concerned about this one sect of Christianity. And it's not amazing. And we're going to prove that in a little bit here when I get to that part. I thought it was rather telling. So again, there are reports of two of them that Obama would announce that two of these species being friendly and one being seen as a threat to the Earth. Okay, The, the threat would be like the last miniseries they had on the TV called V and so many other ones, whereas then you have the other ones that are portraying these aliens as good. So anyway, there's been one speculation that there could be one species that will present with Obama on camera during the announcement. I kind of doubt that. I don't think they're going to be that out in the open initially. Um, And, you know, some would say, well, if these things were this powerful and all, and that's how they're going to portray themselves, as so much more powerful than humanity. Well, if these things are pure evil, and they are, and they could do to us whatever they want to at their whim and will and annihilate the world or enslave us or whatever, why haven't they done so? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne, seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, ever making intercession for the saints. He's in control. Okay? So, and ultimately, we win as Christians. Okay? We are more than overcomers through the Lord Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will will raise up a standard against him. So again, these are verses that we need to dwell on, not, not be afraid of this stuff. Because the very reason they haven't made themselves manifest is because the Lord Jesus Christ 
is in control. And this is part of the strong delusion that he said he would send in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. For this cause, the Lord will send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who receive not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. That's what we're looking at here. And this is part of the, the grand, strong delusion that we're moving into. And it's also a subject that the church has virtually ignored totally, globally. I mean, pretty much. I don't see a lot of preachers or pastors even looking at the subject because they're afraid of being labeled and what were the parishioners thinking? They'll probably lose a lot of money, you know, from their giving and stuff like that. So, um, not all of them, but I would say 99.9% wouldn't touch this subject with the 10-foot pole. But what is going to happen when this scenario does happen, because it will happen eventually, do you think that, that Hollywood and all these various factions of our media have done all this preparatory preconditioning of the alien agenda and there, there's nothing to any of it. Nothing will ever come to it. They've spent all these billions and billions of dollars making these movies, you know, miniseries, shows, books, or whatever. And yet, nothing will ever come of any of it. That's how the church is acting. They're not addressing the issue. They're just ignoring it, hoping that it might go away. And then when it does go down, and these things step forward and say, your Bible's flawed, we are your creators, you don't even know the, who the historical Jesus is. In fact, here he is right here with us because he's going to present himself as an ascended master, Sananda Emmanuel, or what they call Master Jesus. And we're going to look at a little message from him in a little bit. Maitreya will most likely be at the head of this particular hierarchy. When all of this happens, you know, theologically, these people are going to be at an absolute total loss. They're not going to know what to do. The pastors are going to be probably shivering in a corner somewhere. They're not going to be able to explain it with their Bible because they've never sought this thing out. I can easily explain it with my Bible. That's what I've attempted to do with this whole ministry. This is why we've covered these subjects over and over. And to be quite honest with you, it's done nothing but strengthen my faith in the Bible. Whereas they're not going to have a clue. Most of them, not all, but I would say 99.9% of the typical 501c3 corporate pastor of America... I hate to say that. Hopefully I'm wrong. But I sure don't see this this uh, subject being broached uh, very, very rarely. Uh, so anyway, let's go further. Doesn't mean I'm better. Doesn't mean I think I'm the grand poobah and I know everything and I'm whatever, the purveyor of all knowledge. I, I'm not saying that at all. Okay, But I really believe it's very obvious what's going to happen here. We've been prepared for this. The handwriting's been on the wall for literally decades about this. I'm just, it's just a matter of addressing the subject is all we're really doing. And looking at it from a biblical standpoint, which is extremely easy to do. Okay, and I give you all the links to a lot of the studies that I have done where I will confirm this and explain this further in depth, and there will most likely be a PDF associated with that link that you can click into and explore further. Okay, so let's go further. Uh, <clears throat> there has even been speculation that there could be one species that will present with Obama on camera during the announcement. Other reports have the alien species as numbering up to five instead of three. I hope they put some cologne on the alien if they, if like he presents with Obama, because I heard they stink really, really bad. I mean, really, really bad. The, the grays, they say that they actually, the way they get rid of their waste is through their skin. So you can imagine... 
you know, we're talking some serious, serious body odor here, okay? So I hope they got some way of maybe a little spacesuit or something, you know, to kind of control the stench. Because I got a feeling it's going to really be bad. And a lot of people that said that they've, that they've um, had interaction with these things say that it basically, it smells like sulfur. Sulfur, hmm. What, like the pits of hell? Like fire and brimstone? Yeah. Well, I think that just pretty much stands to reason. You know, they're from the pit of hell, essentially. That's where they belong. And that's what they smell like. So, and, and that's very true with a lot of different things that appear in nature that are evil. For instance, skunk apes. What do you think they call them a skunk ape? They say you can smell these things like if you're downwind from them. I mean, you can probably smell them a mile away. The stench is that bad off these ultra-evil uh entities that people have had interactions with aliens skunk apes these types of things so again their 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 smell kind of gives gives them away they don't have like uh you know they're not wearing polo cologne or or some type of you know designer cologne they're they're smelling really really bad anyway let's go further uh other reports have alien species as numbering up to five instead of three almost all reports have only the one species Almost all reports have only the one species being seen as a threat to Earth, though. So we're always going to have that good cop, bad cop regarding this particular subject. It's the Hegelian dialectic, okay? We're the good guys with the white hat aliens, and we're the bad guys with the black hat aliens. we got to help the good guys against the black, you know, oh, sure, sure, we're, you created us, Mr. Alien, we'll help you, we'll do whatever, um, and would you please give us some of that technology while you're at it, because we'd really like to have some of that free, free, uh, technology, and they'll be more than happy to help us out in that, too, I'll discuss that in a second, that's going to be one of the main carrots that Satan puts out there. Second scenario, Obama, these are different, different scenarios, the way this could play out. Second scenario, Obama does not reveal any alien species directly, but shows evidence of the ancient base being found after October 9, 2009, of the, of the L-Cross bombing mission of the moon's south pole. Okay, um, the mission, this is the mission where we sent an object to deliberately crash into a deep crater on the moon where no sunlight could penetrate to see if we could detect any signs of frozen water. Remember they did this? It was October 9th of last year. It's about a year ago. They crashed that thing into the bottom of the moon. I don't know if you remember that. Anyway, um, it did happen. They deliberately crashed into the deep crater on the moon where no sunlight could penetrate to see if they could detect any signs of frozen water. The announced results did indeed show a good amount of frozen water in the craters, which could be a key to establishing a moon base. What is supposed to have also been found is an ancient base, and that that mission actually crashed into one of the buildings onto the base. This is why several researchers are claiming that no video evidence of the plume generated by the crash has been shown, even though it was announced previously that it would be. Whether either of these scenarios are indeed the ones announced, or if anything is actually announced at all, we will have to wait and see. There is some signs, according to several researchers, that alien disclosure is coming shortly, though. One of these is the announcement from the Vatican that alien life is okay and that it does not threaten the church or any religion in any way. Well, of course, I mean, if you're head of the largest pseudo-Satanistic, pseudo-Christian church on the planet, sure, you're going to want to work with the aliens. You're going to want to buddy up with them. Hey, you know, arm in arm. So the Vatican's coming out there to assure its 
whatever followers that alien life's okay. It's it's all good. You know, we, we'll get through this. Uh, they're going to yoke up with them. Many people are seeing this as a sign getting the public ready for alien disclosure. Another item which many people have seen as a signs of disclosure are several cabinet members on Obama's staff that have either now or in the past claimed that they believe in aliens and flying saucers. Again, we're going to discuss that more today. And there are reports on alien implants and more and more reports on large black alien implants, meaning these people that get abducted and then all of a sudden they have like these scars or whatever or, or or they're x-rayed and they see something in their body. They're like tracking devices. They're cursed objects is what's being placed into these people. And they have all kind of detrimental side effects. They track you. These are people that, that never can actually get away from these abduction scenarios. There's only one way to get out of an abduction scenario. And, and this has been documented over and over and over through a group called C, the letter C, E, he is an Edward for number four research, CE4 research. You can look him up on the internet. Joe Jordan is one of the head guys. He's been on my email list for quite some time. And they have over and over and over documented that people that will cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ during a, an abduction scenario um, that are actually having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I would obviously say, a born-again Christian would be the most preferred method, but you could still have, I believe it's possible to still have faith in Jesus Christ and not, as of yet, come to that position where you trusted in him for your salvation. You understand what I'm saying? I think that's a way that God could get somebody potentially saved because we all have different ways we get saved, right? Okay, so anyway, I'm speculating there. I'm just saying there's different scenarios, but... A New Ager calling out to some New Age <laughs> Jesus Christ that they're thinking, I don't. That's not going to work. Okay. In other words, it's faith in the true Lord Jesus Christ of the Bible. When you do that, all these abduction scenarios stop every single time. Every time. Okay. I've had situations that I've went over. I did a teaching on my supernatural experiences. You can look it up on ContendingForTruth.com where I've had those types of situations as well, actually, one in particular. And it works. Calling out to Jesus Christ, if you can only get the word Jesus out, you have faith, that's all it takes. I'm telling you, it works every time. That's the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the kind of power that we actually wield as Christians that we're really not even aware of unless our faith has been tested, unless we've been put in a situation where we've had to do this. Which is good. It builds your faith. Faith is like a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. Type of thing. It, it does, um, and, and God will put you in positions where your faith will be exercised. Like a muscle. And as your faith grows, well, what does the Bible talk about with the full arm of God? It says, above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith ye will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Well, if your faith is bigger, obviously, I believe your shield would be bigger. The more, the bigger your shield is, the more fiery darts from the wicked one you can quench. Now, again, I know there's some speculation there, but seems logical to me. I mean, that that would be the way that it would work out. I mean, would it behoove you to have less faith? Is that would that be a better thing? You know, I don't think so. The more faith you have, the better. And faith is something that um, you can actually pray for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. 
the evidence of things not seen. Uh, without faith it is impossible to please God. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So it's good to have, like the King James Bible, playing somewhere on a loop CD in your house all the time. Number one, evil entities don't like it. Okay, devils, demons, these types of things, they don't like it. Uh, particularly if you play the book of Revelation. And also, you know, reading the word, uh, praying the word, like in Psalms and these types of things, memorizing the word, it will build your faith. So, it does work. Okay, so, and then what I do after this article here, I give you four different teachings that I've done on this subject. First one, the UFO phenomenon, the next great challenge for the church. Uh... And then the next one, Strong Delusion, ETs, Aliens, UFOs, Nephilim, and the Grenada Treaty. Next one is the Vatican easing humanity toward alien disclosure. And the next one is UFOs, Aliens, Fallen Angels, Nephilim, and the Days of Noah. So I get into different aspects of this subject in these teachings. So let's go further. Next article. Is the United Nations preparing the citizens of the world for the introduction of space aliens? Now, this is the United Nations. We talked about Obama. Now we're talking about the UN. There is an article in the Telegraph News of September 26th that was entitled, The UN is to appoint a space ambassador to greet alien visitors. A space ambassador could be appointed by the United Nations to act as the first point of contact for aliens trying to communicate with Earth. Maslan Othman, a Malaysian astrophysicist, is set to be tasked with coordinating humanity's response if and when extraterrestrials make contact. Aliens who landed on Earth and asked, take me to your leader, would be directed to Mrs. Othman. The 58-year-old is expected to tell delegates that the proposal has been prompted by a recent discovery of hundreds of planets orbiting other stars, which is thought to make the discovery of extraterrestrial life more probable than ever before. Mrs. Othman is currently head of the UN's little-known Office for Outer Space Affairs. Yeah, they've got an actual little-known division of the United Nations called the Office for Outer Space Affairs, or UNOSA is the abbreviation for it. As we have stated before, this is from Cutting Edge, as we have stated before, the global elite decided a long time ago that if people were to believe in the claims of the New Age Masonic Christ, they must be conditioned beforehand to believe in space aliens. Why would this be the case? And again, this is very important what I'm getting ready to say. And I've said this before, but it's very important on how we tie this all together regarding the Antichrist, regarding the false prophet, regarding the end time scenario that we're pretty much on the cusp of. When the Antichrist stages his appearance, he will claim to be an ascended master from another dimension. Cutting Edge is one of the few people that have got this right. I, I firmly believe that this is the case, and I'll tell you why in a second. The Antichrist will claim to be an ascended master from another dimension or another planetary system. In other words, an alien being, he just has has our best interests at heart and wants to lead the world into a new peaceful existence. Okay, So, here's the scenario. I believe the way it's going to probably play out. Again, can't be totally dogmatic on every little tiny detail, but World War III erupts in the Middle East. Okay, We've got Israel and hopefully America against the Middle East, and potentially Russia, Turkey, these types of places. Okay. Out of the ashes of World War III, after much carnage and these types of things, 
strides the Antichrist. And he's the only guy on the planet that has it all figured out how he can actually bring bring peace with the Muslims and the Jews. Okay, And he's going to come and propose a peace process between them. And this is after much carnage. Okay, This is after people have been severely, severely traumatized for months. Or, uh, I don't think it's going to be years. Cutting Edge says that they believe it will be a 91-day war. Again, can't be dogmatic. That's their theory. He's going to have all the answers. This Antichrist, the only way that this could be done, if you think about it, think about this logically here, okay? The only way he could pull it off is if he comes with a religious bent to him. And I don't mean just a religious bent. I mean he's going to have to be able to say, to to um, really prove to the Muslims, to the Jews, and I even believe to all the other religions, that he is the main man. He is the one that these other religions have been... I mean, if you think about it, the reason the Muslims would want to kill off all the Jews is purely from a religious reason because the Quran tells them to do so. It tells them to slay the Jew and the infidels, particularly the Jew first. It commands them to do it. It commands them to make jihad, holy war, against them. So, there's no amount of diplomacy that you're going to be able to deploy from the Jews to the Muslims that is ever going to work. They've openly admitted that. You're not going to ever be able to give them enough land to appease them. The only thing that would ever appease the Muslims right now with their current mindset would be driving the Jews into the sea or annihilating every one of them. And then they'll go after us and the other infidels on the planet. Because their goal is total world domination. They've made that very clear. And I have documented this in... (laughs) I can't even tell you how many studies we've done on this particular subject. Okay, so knowing that's the case, there's no way somebody is politically going to be able to straighten things out in the Middle East or in a World War III type scenario. It's it's not going to happen. It has to be from a religious angle. It has to be based on what is causing them to war in the first place, which... From a Muslim standpoint, it is their religious beliefs that are causing the war to happen. Okay? Or their hatred. So, Antichrist comes along. I think it's a good scenario. It will be this Maitreya that has been UN-sponsored, has been talked about for over 100 years, starting with H.P. Blavatsky, Alice Bailey's writings, and these types of things. Maitreya openly states on his website that he is... The fifth Buddha that the Buddhists are waiting. He's the, in other words, the Messiah-like figure that all these religions are waiting for. He is Krishna to the Hindus. Uh, he is the Messiah to the Jews. He is the uh, the Imam Mahdi to the Muslims, which is the one that the um, Muslims are waiting for. And he is Christ to the Christians. He says he's of the five big major religions on the planet. He is the awaited savior that all of them are waiting. If he comes, and he comes as an ascended master, which is the way exactly the way he presents himself, he is going to basically come on the world scene, have all the answers to making peace in the Middle East. Remember, the Bible says the Antichrist, through peace, will destroy many. He's going to come with a facade of peace, but he's not going to be a true man of peace, obviously. It's all a lie. It's all a way to get his foot in the door and get you know him pre-positioned where he needs to be, and then his fangs will really come out. But he's going to come and he's going to make this big thing, and 
most likely when he does do this, at some point, I don't think it's going to be right when he makes his big debut, he is going to bring forth the Ascended Master, Sananda Emmanuel. Otherwise, that what he calls himself is Jesus Christ. And again, I'm going to save that part for a little bit later because I'm, I'm actually going to read you something straight from that devil himself, that this announcement that he made. Um, not recently, but it was, it's been on the internet quite a bit lately. And Jesus, this false Jesus Christ, is going to actually, from their own writings, he's going to take over the head. Uh, he's going to become basically the head of the Christian church, stationed in Rome with the Catholic church as the backbone and, and the, and the uh, structural backbone that he is going to take over. And then all the other Christian denominations, all 20 plus thousands of them, will actually come under the mantle of this newly formed, way, way liberal apostate, antichrist Christian church with this false Jesus Christ at the head of it. Now, who better to unite the supposed Christian denominations than Jesus Christ himself? I mean, a lot of people are expecting Jesus Christ's imminent return. Maybe If he comes back, well, he's just going to probably say, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm here, and, and, and you know what? I'm just going to, uh, we're just going to have our utopia on earth right now, okay? And the, the gospel that he's going to come back with is going to be a gospel very, very much contradictory to the word of God. In fact, he's going to state that the word of God is flawed, that you never, the writings never really, um, they got some of my truths right, but most of them were wrong, that he is just an ascended master, and that he is actually underneath Maitreya, according to their own writings, that the only reason he had the power to do the miracles he did when he walked this planet was because Maitreya gave him those powers. In fact, Maitreya overshadowed him. So Maitreya gets credit for all of the miracles Jesus did and all the things that he did. And that the Bible had it all wrong. Okay, And at some junction in this, the UFOs are going to show up in conjunction with these Ascended Masters making their big debut. And guess what the Ascended Masters are going to say? We control these UFOs. They're working with us, the good ones. And um, they're subject to us. And imagine if we have UFOs appearing, massive, gigantic UFOs appearing over all the major cities of the world, which is the exact scenario that we keep seeing from Hollywood over and over and over again. You look at V, you just look at so many different... This is what we're being preconditioned for, okay? So that's the scenario, the way I see it, a very likely scenario of the way I see it playing out. Uh, again, I'm not going to sit here and say it's got to be that way, but according to my research, and I know I'm leaving out a lot of other details that I've got into in other, other teachings, but I think it's a very plausible scenario. Now, I give you, at this point, I give you my link to the ancient astronaut lie, the shocking origin of intelligent design. I did a study on that. I give you the link there. And if you've never heard any of this stuff, I advise you listen to every one of these teachings. Because every one of them will give you a different piece of the puzzle and will reaffirm um, basically a lot of the stuff that we're going over today and give you a lot better understanding. Now, what does the Bible, what warning does the Bible give us in this regard? regarding these types of scenarios where we're being presented with another gospel. Well, 1 John 4.1 says, 
Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Now, be careful here, okay? Because you could read that and say, well, Sananda is going to say, this, this false Jesus is going to say he came in the flesh. So does that mean he's of God? No, 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 no. Let's look at this closer. Every spirit that confessed that Jesus Christ is the come in the flesh is of God. What is, what is implied there? Well, what is heavily implied is the fact that it's the Jesus Christ of the Bible. Not some Jesus Christ that, that gives a totally different false account contradictory to the Bible. It's every, confess, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ of the Bible, the same one that's talked about in the Word of God in the King James Bible, is come in the flesh, is of God. Okay, So please be careful with that. Next verse. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. Now, do you think that Maitreya, let's just for argument's sake, if he's the Antichrist and, and the false prophet is Jesus, uh, the Sananda Emmanuel, Master Jesus, false Christ. They're not going to come denying that Jesus Christ didn't come in the flesh. They're not denying that right now. They're saying that he was a historical fact. Now, there's some things that you see on TV and in the History Channel that say, oh, it never even happened. Okay, or the zeitgeist theory. That, you know, never even happened. There's a lot of different theories out there because Satan's trying to cause as much confusion about the subject as he possibly can. Why? Because God is not the author of confusion. Well, what does that mean? Satan is the author of confusion. So you've got all these different scenarios out there. Holy blood, holy grail th uh, thing. Lost tomb of Jesus uh, scenario. Uh, the bloodline. Now, I've done individual studies on all these exposing them. Bloodline, lost tomb of Jesus, Holy blood, holy grail, all that garbage with the Merovingian bloodline. I've done different studies on every one of those to debunk those. Easily debunkable. Okay? So, every conspirator that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. So, it's for some people it will be easy to say, oh, well, he's not of God because he confesseth not. You know? That Jesus Christ come in the flesh. What's going to be hard for some people is the ones that say he did come in the flesh. But see, it's not the historical Jesus of the King James Bible they're talking about. It's their New Age uh, version. Okay, It's the Sananda Emmanuel Master Jesus Ascended Master version. So please bear that in mind about this whole subject. Okay, so, and this is that spirit of Antichrist. The ones that confesseth not that Jesus Christ didn't come in the flesh. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. See, the world's going to, when these things come, when the Antichrist makes his big debut, and all this deception starts to flood humanity worldwide, the world's going to receive them, and the world's going to heareth them. Maitreya says that when he makes his big debut in this day of declaration, that everyone will hear them, hear him in their own language, in their head. They're going to have some mass communication going on. 
And we've got that technology right now. Also, you look at the thing of Bluebeam. I've done studies on that, where they can actually project gigantic holographic images of the sky of whatever Messiah you're waiting for, whether it be the fifth Buddha, Krishna, and they could actually display these holographic images over big geographical areas. Now, what is the way that the Bible says the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to deceive the whole world? What is the primary way, what is the primary thing that's going to convince people? The lying signs and wonders. Oh, granted, yes, there's going to be a gigantic demonic component. But the lying signs and wonders and miracles, it says, thereby they will deceive the whole world. Not the born-again, true born-again Bible-believing Christians, but the world in general will be deceived. They will believe a lie that they might all be damned because they received not the love of the truth. Now, I know that sounds mean, and that sounds like, well, I'm, I'm trying to be think that I'm so much... No, I'm not saying that. I don't want them to die and go to hell. It's not my desire. Um, the Bible says God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Uh, that it's his will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. So it's not that I'm over here happy about this. I'm just saying it's what the Bible states is going to be the case. Okay, so um, unfortunately that's the scenario that the world is going to be in very shortly. So this goes on to say, They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God, meaning born again, Bible-believing Christians. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. I get very concerned for people that call themselves born-again Bible-believing Christians that have no love for the truth at all. They want to live in their little deceptive world of, of where they're being deceived on multiple levels on a daily basis and they have no desire to pursue truth at all. I'm sorry, how could I be anything but concerned for them? Because the Bible says, we are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us, and he that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Jesus Christ said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, most of these people aren't even don't even know what the Word of God is. I mean, they, they, they've got some false Bible version they're reading, like an NIV that has 64,098 less words than, an NI, than a King James. Almost 10% of the total text has been removed. And again, I've done tons of studies on that. And they're embracing so many different lies on so many different levels. They've not been prepared for any of this. They're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. They've given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, said that's the way it was going to be in the end times. The Bible says the Spirit speaketh, the Holy Spirit, that word is capital S, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So the Bible predicts all this is going to happen. Evil men and seducers waxing worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. For God shall send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth. It's not my words. I'm not saying that trying to condemn anybody, saying, oh, I'm so much better, and, and I'm going to heaven and you're going to hell. I'm not saying it for that reason. I'm saying that if you're in that boat, I'm pleading with you, to at least look at this information and wake up, because the delusion that is coming, this strong delusion, is going to be unlike any other delusion 
that the world has ever known. And God is the one permitting it to happen. Well, why would God do that? Well, we've turned from a worldly standpoint. We have turned our back on God more than any other time probably in humanity. All you have to do is just look at the abortions worldwide. Look at all the innocent blood that's saturating this globe. A billion babies aborted in the last hundred years, at least a billion. Okay, and that's according to statistics I've looked at. I, and I mean, there's like 6.8 billion on the planet right now. It, it, it could be 2 billion easy. I mean, there's there's a lot of them that aren't recorded. They're, you know. So I'm, I'm telling you, that alone is the only thing it would take for God to judge this planet. All that innocent blood being shed. It defiles the land. We've proven that in other studies. And then you have all the homosexuality, uh, bisexuality, trans, all this perversion of sex that is also defiling the land. We got into that in the last study as well. The sexual sins, the fornication, the adultery. Um, you could go on and on and on. This globe particularly America, is ripe for God's judgment. He has to judge sin. If there's no repentance, God will ultimately have to judge sin. And I believe this strong delusion is just giving the world over to what it wants. It does not want the Lord Jesus Christ of the Bible. It wants the strong delusion. God will typically, if you look at the Bible, God, if if somebody wants something, like if somebody wants to go into idolatry and they want to do child sacrifice and this and that, God will usually let them have it their way for a time. He'll let them have it their way for a time. Whether it be the, 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 the Jews of, of the Old Testament or um, pagan nations or whatever. But what are they doing? They're storing up wrath against the Day of Judgment. They're treasuring up God's wrath. For the day of judgment is the way the Bible actually puts it. Okay, so that way when God does judge them, they have no excuse whatsoever. They have made no attempt to repent. They have been um, totally going after the devil and totally turned their back on God. God will have to ultimately judge that. He has no choice. He is a God of, yes, love, but also of judgment. Okay, there's two sides. So, this is what we're, we're facing here. Okay, notice that the Apostle John does not question whether these demonic spirits, or these spirits exist. Because there could be good spirits, okay? Like a good angel, or these types of things. Um, notice the Apostle John, in this portion of scripture we just read, does not question whether spirits actually exist. He knows demons exist, and he knows that the Christian audience knows they exist. John is saying, to test the spirits which will arise to see if they are of God. These spirits will be denying that Jesus Christ of the Bible actually became a man and has come in the flesh. Now again, that may not be the case. Understand, it's the, it's the historical Jesus Christ of the Bible that they're going to deny. They might, they might admit he was here. Okay. <clears throat> um, they will most likely admit this about this, this ascended master, Sinan Emmanuel, also known as Master Jesus. Otherwise, how could they deceive all the millions and millions of people claiming to be Christian? I mean, if you had based your whole life in, whether it's Catholicism or some offshoot of Christianity, if you had your whole life invested in that particular denominational religion, 
whether you were saved or not. Um, if you were Satan, think about it this way. If you were Satan, why would you want to try to come and say Jesus never existed? It, you're you're going to be, you would have so much to overcome if you did that, if you were Satan. But if you, if you come as an angel of light, but also, the Bible says if Satan can come as an angel of light, it's no marvel that his ministers can appear as ministers of righteousness. Well, that's how this Maitreya, or whatever, whatever scenario that Antichrist is going to present himself, he's going to come looking like a minister of righteousness. I mean, you, you go up on Share International website about Maitreya, and you read, and it's all about justice and sharing. It's called Share International, this UN-sponsored group. It's sharing. It's global redistribution of wealth. It's socialism, communism, it's, but it's way worse. It's, it's like an extreme version. So it all sounds good on the surface. Okay, but if you were Satan, you wouldn't want to come and say to the Christians, oh, Jesus never existed, your faith was based on, no, 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 he did exist, but here's what really happened. That's how it's going to go down. He would have much less to overcome if you went about it from that particular angle. Uh, Now, I've also given you the link entitled Deception Afoot, Maitreya and Master Jesus. I did a teaching on that. I'll give you that link to my thing. Um... I'm going to go ahead and end part one here because we're almost to a minute, uh, hour and ten minutes, and I will, we'll pick up for part two next. God bless you. Oh, and I'm going to, uh, again, like I said, I'm going to play now the little uh, clip that I'll play at the end of every part one to kind of give you some contact information. And if you want to sign up for the newsletter, God bless you. If you would like to sign up for Scott Johnson's free Christian current events and health newsletters, please email him at drjohnson at ix.netcom.com. That's d-r-j-o-h-n-s-o-n at the letter i, the letter x, dot n-e-t-c-o-m dot com with the word subscribe in the subject line. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line 450, Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613 or on the internet paypal can be used at contendingfortruth.com thank you and may the lord jesus christ richly bless you